The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's going on, everybody? We're filming on location. We're in the yes. Conjuring House. Yes, dude. It's uh, kind of... I feel uneasy. It is a weird place to be in. I've always wanted to come to the Amityville House, dude. Ever since I was a kid, this is one of the houses I've always wanted to come to. Yeah. Yeah. Every, after seeing the movie, I just... I had this weird draw to it. It just drew me and I just... Yeah. Knew ever, I had to see it. Ever since I saw Linda Blair's head spin, I was like, I got to go to that house. Dude. Yeah. For real. For real. But uh, did they ever find the axe that she used to kill her family with? No, I don't think so. But if you noticed in the living room was the the spot on the, the ceiling where okay. Carol Ann dropped out of? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Filming on location, you. dude. I wonder, like, I until we listen back, I'm wondering how the, the quality of the sound is going to be. But yes, if listeners notice that there is a change in quality, um, we did not get kicked out on the streets. We're not, we're not Sans <laughs> Studio, but we are. Uh, we're at my house. We're hanging out at my house, and uh, this is just this is what it called for. We had to record this way, so. It is what it is. But we're doing what we did the past couple of weeks. We're continuing the Out of the Shadows 31 Days of Halloween. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Watching. Slowly but surely and excitingly. Yeah, watching the movies that we had on our list. And I got to tell you, this past week was probably one of my favorite weeks. Yeah? Actually, it's been a really good month when I look back at all the movies we've watched. Yeah, I think we did a pretty damn good job of like place and everything yeah 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 last week like i said you know it was a little rough on on halloween town but that was it you know that was that was the only one that to that me was our was only like, hiccup for uh the entire month yeah so right we'll have to remember that next year we won't select <laughs> halloween town too <laughs> well i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna bring up halloween town again later on in this episode um but before we do let's just go straight into it dude let's start yes. with Monday the 18th, I was excited to have you watch this film because I remember when I saw this, it blew me away. I'm talking about the French slasher film, High Tension. Thank <laughs> you. 
This is one that I, I, I've wanted to see for a very, very long time. Okay. I just haven't. Okay. This is one that I remember always seeing on the shelf at Blockbuster. Always. The cover with her yes. with that concrete saw? Yes. But Bloody. I never realized that it was a concrete saw. Yeah. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> yeah. It, you know? it just but looked like just a metal. Remember. It looked yes. metal as fuck. Like, holy yes. shit. But yeah, no, awesome. this is one I remember from Blockbuster, man. And I've wanted to see it forever and I just never circled back to it. So now you saw it? Yes. What'd you think? Um, I don't know what kind of versions there are out there of this film, but I watched an NC-17 version, and maybe that's the only I one. I think that is the only one. I don't think there's another but damn, version damn, this movie it. was brutal, dude. It's this very... Was, this was not what I was expecting. It was... Uh, <laughs> Hyper-violent, dude. dude. And how, High tension, dude, because they're building that high tension in their viewer. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. What about yep. that tension the entire time? From the beginning, when oh, you hear yeah. the, the door thing and she's listening and you hear the, the dad answer the door and then the, all the shit go mm-hmm. down, like, you're like, holy fuck. And you're, it's intense. Like, mm-hmm. there's moments where all you hear is breathing. And yeah. they're just like, and you're like, holy, holy shit. shit. Shut the fuck up. He's right there. Dude. Dude, that movie is so good. And then the end. The end. Mm. I don't yeah, want to. Dude. I don't want to ruin it for people, um, because it is one of these movies that you have to just see to, yes. to see what we're talking about. It's hyper yes. violent. It's, it's high ruined. tension, legit high tension, but it's got an ending that you're just like, whoa, that was I crazy never, good. I did not see it coming. Me neither. Not when I watched it. Oh my god! I was like, dude, wait, they what? Played this film great. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great everything on this film, man. Great makeup, great story, great cinematography, great directing, great acting. I couldn't. There, there's like, I'm looking back to see. We didn't see anything else that's been in a different language yet, so I don't know if we've talked no. about this. But what are your thoughts in watching a film that's subtitled? When you know, it does take away from watching what's happening on screen. You know, sometimes. Can I be honest with you? This version that I watched was actually an English dub. Oof. And oh, well, this rough. is what Amazon. No, that's had. good. It's okay. Um, and I wanted the dubbed version. Okay, I prefer the dubbed version. Really? Yes, I do. Oh, I love. I love watching the film in the original language. Yes, I know. I really do. Yes. I can't. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Oh, not, not oh, dubbed. Oh, uh, oh, subtitled. I got gotcha. you. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. No, I, I completely agree. I want to hear it in the original. It just language. feels natural, right? I have an issue with when I see somebody's mouth moving and it's not moving with what I'm hearing. <laughs> it takes yeah, you out of it. It does. And it bothers the hell out of me. Big time, This movie dude. was kind of good about that. Um, it didn't take me out of it as much. Maybe it's because I was more invested in what was actually going on besides the tiny nitty gritty. But yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I, I prefer the subtitled in the original language. Yeah. Same. Always. Same, same, same. And I hate when, and when, when there is a film like that on Amazon they'll automatically default to the English dub. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. You screw you. I don't want that garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So high tension. I would tell people to definitely check it out. And for me, I don't know that I would put it on my list every year because it's an intense movie, dude. Yeah. It's fucking intense. It's yeah. like, okay, I could I could probably wait a year or two before seeing it again. Uh, this isn't to. a movie I would curl up with your, your honey with on the couch and watch uh, for a Halloween movie. First Definitely date, bro. Not. First date movie. <laughs> Netflix and chill movie. This, this or Maniac. I can't decide which one <laughs> would go, go, go more smoothly. Oh, that's awesome. What's the next one we had? Uh, so, uh, Tuesday the 19th, we had uh, Session 9.
And I gotta get construction crews in here by Columbus Day, so you gotta guess for a minute how long? I've got four really good guys. One week, we're gone. That's fast. I need the job. So the loonies are outside in the real world, and here we are with the keys to the loony bin, boys. <laughs> you might actually want to be grateful when you're about to make some decent money. What's the catch? Patricia Willard scandal, 1984. I want you to try to remember what happened 24 years ago. Use your imagination. The shrinks figured that with these new techniques they designed, they could release hidden memories. You can hear me. You okay? I want to go home. I wouldn't tell anybody about this. If they find out about Hank, they're going to find out about the others. Quit of the others. <laughs> I want to come home. I am so sorry. I believe this is one that I brought to the table after the fact. This wasn't even on one of our either of our lists. Nice. Let me ask you something, dude. Had you seen this before? Yes, I have. I wanted to revisit it. That's why I suggested Same. it. Same. Yes. I remember seeing this. The way I saw this movie was it was in like a discount. It was discounted at like Hollywood Video. Like for, oh, Remember okay. how they had the sale racks where you could yeah. go and buy used DVDs? Mm -hmm. It was like super discounted. And I liked the cover. It looked creepy. It was just that chair, chair? with the light yes. hitting it in the hallway. And session nine, and I read about it. I read what it was, and I was like, "This is this sounds intriguing." And I remember taking it home and putting it on, and then just like I was kind of intrigued because this was kind of at the height of um, when Ghost Hunters was happening mm. and Ghost Adventures and all those shows. So like okay. this idea of a mental institution that would be haunted was like it was awesome, right? So yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I want to watch this." But I remember the first time I ever watched it, dude. I fell asleep. Really? And it wasn't because it wasn't good. It's just, and it is, it's a, it's a slow burn movie. It's a yeah, movie that's yes. very, it's paced. It takes its time getting to things. But if you are awake, right. And you're investing yourself in mm -hmm. it, you are sucked into the atmosphere of what's happening in this film. Yes, and absolutely. this kind of like this unnerving, almost like this splinter in the back of your, you know, back molar that's like, there's something fucked up happening get, right yes. now. Like, and it's uncomfortable because mm -hmm. you know, something's happening and you just can't put your finger on it. And they're, and they're, and they're mixing dude. Their, their, their audio uh, ambiance is just adds to that so much. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be, it would be a completely different film without that. You're right. hundred percent. This is one of those movies that, that just, that's part of the atmosphere. Yes. Um, yes. But I'll tell you, dude, like, the first time I saw it, I did. I fell asleep and I was like, man. So I watched it again and then loved it. and loved it. Couldn't believe I fell asleep during it. And then so watching it again this time during the week, um, I made the mistake the first time of watching it at night and I started to doze. I was like, nope, not going to do yep, this. I want to watch this movie same again because yep. I know how good it is. And so, uh, yeah, I watched it again during the day when I was wide awake, had some coffee already. And yeah, I, I still hold on that this is a really good movie. I feel like it's a... It's highly underrated, underrated, dude. Highly I don't underrated, think people really dude. realize it exists. It's more of an independent film. That's why. This was back, I believe it was Lionsgate. Yes. And this was way back in like Lionsgate's infancy, you know, at least their infancy to my knowledge of when they came onto my radar. Yeah, dude. Um, no. I. And it is, you know, it's not any big name actors. I think, uh, what's his name? Um, 
what's his, what's his name? William H. Macy? Is that his name? No. No, that's not him. That's not William H. Macy. No. What's this guy's name? He's from I don't that he's I don't know. he's on that Miami show, that uh fuck, that cop show. Reno nine one one? <laughs> I don't know. Dude. No, the one that uses like all the fucking Who songs in the beginning of their show. Oh, CSI, CSI, CSI Miami. Miami. He's okay. the one that always says whatever and then puts the glasses on. The redhead guy. I can't okay. remember his fucking the, the, name the, right the, now. The two buddies, the redhead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't okay. remember his name, but he's yeah, probably. I didn't recognize any of the actors in this movie. Yeah, he's probably the biggest name in this. Um, the other rec- actor I recognized was the guy who plays Hank. Okay. Um, I recognize him, but I can't remember like what from. He's just one of those kind of character actors when you see he's him. He's the like, dude oh, who's, who whose father's is. the attorney general, right? He is he's the guy who goes missing, Hank. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, who okay, finds okay. all the coins in the wall and stuff, yes, all that yes, stuff. Yes, yes, well, yes. how about it? How, how fucked up is that when you find out what he's really yes, sifting dude. through, dude? Oh my god! Because oh, at first it looks like it's like oh, it's coming out of the wall, and it's like. It's like powder from yeah, the wall. Yeah, like dust or something. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's fucking ashes dirt. and shit, dude. Um, and then the other person I well, directed... he had. They showed the one shot where he had a, a handful of jewelry yeah. and coins or whatever, and there was hair in it, and he threw it to the side. Yeah. So he knew. Oh, God. He knew. God. And then, uh, and then the other guy I knew was um, was the nephew because he plays okay. uh, he plays this kid in one of my favorite movies of all time, Empire Records. You ever see that movie? No, no, no. Oh, it's so good. But he plays this kid that tries to shoplift from the store. <laughs> Dude, and, and they're like, they're like, what's your name? He's like, Warren Beatty. <laughs> and so the whole movie, they keep calling him Warren. At some point, he gets pissed off. He's like, my name's not fucking Warren, all right? And so every time I see him, I always be, I'm like, my name's not fucking Warren. You gotta, if you ever see him out someplace, you gotta say, Bro, like, hey, my name's not fucking Warren. I wonder Warren. how many people do that shit, dude, right? Um, well, I'm sure you get said a lot, dude. Yeah. But, dude, it was good. It, yeah, for me, this, again, highly underrated film. Yes, I dude. Love- I love the setting, dude. That, that was one of the things, like you said, the poster. That's what drew me into this movie originally. Um, and I'm like, damn, that is a. I know they say don't judge your book by a cover, but I do. Yeah. And I judge movies by their posters. So, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'll admit it. This pulled me in that way. Yeah. I love the setting of asylums, old insane asylums, dude. I love them. I love the mm-hmm. one we have here, uh, mm-hmm. the H.H. Richardson Complex. I love it. Um, if I could buy that building and make it into my house, I absolutely <laughs> would, dude. Um, Ghosts and all, huh? Yeah. Oh, I don't care, dude. Uh, but yeah, no, this is uh, one that I loved. I loved when I first saw it. And I was like, damn, I haven't seen that in a while. I've been seeing it yeah. pop up a lot. And I'm like, I, I got to watch it. So let's throw it in here. Yeah, I'm glad you did, dude. Yeah. Highly yeah. underrated. Uh, next, we have Wednesday the 20th. We're doing Trick or Treat. During the spookiest time of the year, there are a few guidelines all ghosts and goblins should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a stranger's house. And never go out alone. <laughs> sorts of things roam free sorry all these traditions wait wait what you're supposed to keep it lit why ancient tradition 
putting on costumes. I look like I'm five. You look great. What did we do now? We meet our dates. Jack-o'-lanterns. Why are we here? To pay our respects to the dead? The Halloween school bus massacre. They started to protect us, but... What in God's name are you doing down there? Hiding bodies? Nowadays, no one really cares. This one's the lit. What is that? It's them. Oh my god. Look at me. It's not a trick. It's real. Tonight, it's about respecting the customs, not breaking them. Interesting conversation. This is a special type of film because it's like an anthology film. Yes. However, they're not separated. It's all happening throughout the film. They you know play, what I mean? It's, non, it's non-linear storytelling. It's weird, but yes. it's I love it, dude. I love this movie. I don't know why, but I do. I fucking love this movie. I love how it's very Quentin Tarantino-esque in that yes. it really kind of interacts throughout the night and then, you know... We're following these girls at the beginning and, and oh, there are these girls going to a costume party and they're just doing whatever. And you find out they're fucking vampires <laughs> by the end of it, right? No, they're werewolves. Or werewolves, werewolves, yes. sorry, werewolves. <laughs> then how about the one with the guy that's fucking poisoning the kid? Oh, yeah. With the candy and shit, dude. Like, shit? what the fuck? Who's the one who ends up getting killed by the wolves? Right, exactly. I love the opening. I absolutely love that opening when they're tearing down the, the stuff on the uh, on the yard. And how creepy is every time she's getting oh, ready to yeah. pull it down, boom, she pulls it down and there's nothing there. You're waiting for, like, yep. little Sam to jump out. And there's that scene where she's looking over and that kid's staring at her. Mm-hmm. And it's really creepy until... Later on. Right? He gets picked up. Dude, yeah. there's so much... Yeah. What what do you think, dude? Because you said you didn't like it the first time you saw this it. This is very interesting to me because I like the film and I like everything about it, but mm-hmm. there's just something about it that doesn't do it for me. Really? And I don't know what it is. I love the concept. I love the nonlinear storytelling. I love the stories they tell and how they tell the stories. Yeah. But there's just something about it that just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> is it maybe the way it's filmed? Is it like the quality or like the way no, it looks? No, because there's nothing wrong with the quality and the way it's what filmed. What about the acting? Like is the acting a little too hokey for you? No, because I know what type it's of a, film. In some spots you're just kind of like, ooh. Yes, but I know what type of film it's trying to be so that doesn't bother me. Okay. I don't know what it is. I can't place my <laughs> finger on it, dude. I just, I can't. You're just like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. I don't know. (laughs) But it's fun, dude. It's very festive. It's very fun. You're already, I mean, it's, this is about, I mean, we have a lot of movies that are very festive in terms of being Halloween horror movies. Mm -hmm. And this one's right there. I mean, it's literally Halloween night. And again, I love, I love anthology films Mm -hmm. um, because it's not one film. You get multiple films. Right. You know, so 
we did 31 days of Halloween, but we also snuck in a couple little ones. On That's Star, true. That's know? true. I like the way you look at I it. I love dude. anthology movies, dude. Good we- show. Uh, yeah. Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. I love them, dude. Mel Brooks even going back. History of the World Part One, dude. You see they're doing the... They're, they're making a they're second. Doing a they're, doing, they're doing it as like a series. And he's going to he's gonna executive produce. I hope so it's be good because I always wanted a sequel. When you see the end of the movie and I know, say, dude. coming next. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. But um, yes, anyway. All right, let's move on to the 21st Thursday. What do we got? Stir of Echoes. Oh, I saw a guy who got a two-inch needle stuck into his arm while he was under hypnosis, didn't feel king. Okay, Kreskin, prove it. <clears throat> Hypnotize somebody. Yeah, do me. No. Come on. What's the worst that can happen? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Why do I know that song? <laughs> Are you okay? What the hell did she do to me? to work he sleeps like 12 hours a night why are you digging the man's switch got flipped he's a receiver now she's taking him away she was here what's the problem i see people turn their heads and quickly look away like a newborn baby it just happens every day don't be afraid of it daddy i look inside myself and see my heart Stop it. He can't slow it down. He can't even figure it out. No! Whatever door you open in my mind, I want you to shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Kevin Bacon, the triumphant return of Kevin Bacon to our 31 day, or our, our Out of the Shadows podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, let me ask you. You've never seen it before. No. What did you think? I loved it. Me too. I love this film. This is a very particular type of film, and I Mm -hmm. don't know what you would classify it as. It's its own genre. No, it's like paranormal thriller horror. Crime? Crime drama. Yeah. It's weird. But there's other films like this. Um, But this was great, dude. I loved this movie. I loved how they told you information you needed to know. Mm Mm-hmm. And how much they told you at those particular times to keep enough of the story going in your head, enough to keep you coming back and wanting more, but not revealing everything at once. And I love that at the end when you finally find out what the fuck the story's about. Yes. There are flashes to other parts of the movie where you're like, oh shit, that's what they were referencing or that's what he meant when he said this. But even, even after he finds out what happened... Yeah. And then he goes and gets the father. Yeah. And then it's another spin on it. And yeah, then the other dude. two guys come and it's another spin. Yeah, it's like, dude. damn, dude, when are you going to stop? Like, but then, I can't take it. <laughs> and then let's talk about the paranormal shit, dude. Yes. The opening with the little with the, kid just talking while he's in the yeah. bath. Immediately brings you into it, right? Because Does it hurt being twice? dead? Well, yeah, when what you hear the that. the fuck? Like, Kids talking to imaginary friends, it's mm-hmm. nothing new. But when you hear them say something like that, that's cause for alarm because I, I've seen enough horror movies to know that that's not good. Uh, yeah, dude. How about when, dude, did you catch how his voice changes? The little yes, kid? Yes, yes, yes. He's like, don't talk to the child, talk to me. Yes. I was like, oh my God. The first time <laughs> I ever saw that, I was flipping out, dude. I was like, no, no. Yeah. 
Ugh. Yeah. And then I love also how... I love how he kept digging and digging all over. And it's like... Dude, he was obsessed. I was like, dude, you got to dig in the basement. It's going to be in the he basement. And then he's digging in the basement. And even I was wrong. It was in the fucking wall, dude. That was crazy, right? He was obsessed, dude. He started... How about all the red? Like everything... Yeah, that was weird too, man. The night of the game, dude. I love that The things he was seeing... I love the... Yeah, like you said, I love the, the atmosphere. Of it. I love the idea that all these people in the neighborhood, they all kind of know each other. They all get together. They walk well, to it's the like, uh, Mr. College River, of, almost. Uh, high school game. You know? Yes. Yes, you exactly. Um, and I love... But, uh, but, dude, I love that concept of... Again, that's a Stephen King thing, dude. That small town where everybody knows everybody yeah. in their business and they, everybody's yeah. got skeletons in their closet, yep. dude. Yep. I thought it was done well. Great oh, acting. Yes. Everybody. The, hypnoti- the hypnotism mm-hmm. scene. That whole mind thing with the, the fucking theater I was, thing. I was a little under the influence. I was like, all right, I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because... <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm you not get fucking around, hypnotized, dude. bro. Right? Uh, and then I loved how... Um, the song Paint It Black it plays through mm. this film and how yes. he keeps trying to remember how to play the tune and then mm-hmm. his son's like he's like I know this tune what is Daddy, it Daddy you should try this yeah he shows I'm like oh my god dude loved it loved it Stir of Echoes again for me is another yes. highly underrated film because not enough people really talk no, or know no, about no. it I never heard it of it until now so you put it we put it on a schedule and then I saw it uh, I bought it on VHS oh nice so yeah there you go. All right, dude. Next was Friday the oh. 22nd, summer of 84. The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males aged 12 to 16. It's a serial killer. The Cape May Chronicle received a letter from an individual calling themselves the Cape May Slayer. There's a serial killer on the loose. What else could possibly be this exciting? Incoming titties. 12 o'clock. Guys, Nikki Keshuba. Scientifically the perfect woman. Huh. Better view of my room than I thought. Sweet dreams. Emergency meeting. Treehouse. Now. Mackie is the Cape May Slayer. Mackie's a cop with a sick reputation. Wasn't counting on us. David. Hey. Guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. You're gonna get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about him. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys on station are gonna love this. <laughs> Just let it go. Sorry again that you're uh, grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. this week did this come out right during stranger things at the height of stranger things because it feels very influenced yes i feel like it did i feel like it did i like however i feel like it was an unfortunate coincidence really i feel like they were released around the same time i loved it i mean i love this movie i like the fact that it takes place during that time and i I like that they don't go too hard on it it's just slightly a little bit about the music you can tell the atmosphere the fact that he's got a, a 
cord, a phone that reaches all the way out the front yeah. door. Like that's what we had back in those mm-hmm. days, dude. Um, you know, you got you got the uh, Fright Night um, yep. core storyline. Yep, yep. Um, with a little bit of a twist on it. Um, again, real, real, dude. This shit fucking happens. I love. Remind me also of um, Rear Window, Hitchcock's yes. Rear Window, where he's watching out the window all the time and seeing um, things. Going back to when we watched for Thirty One Days of Halloween, and we we'll revisit the Burbs. Yes, the um, Burbs very much in this. But yeah, no, this was this was phenomenal. I remember when this came out, and the title and the and the the title really caught my attention. I'm like, I yeah. love the '80s. Yep. The summer, great, got me. I'm hooked. Let's see I what saw we're the poster. Talking. Yep. Hooked. Yep. Uh, it because this was a really small. Uh, was was it a shutter produced film? Did they produce the film? I don't think it film? was a shutter produced film, okay. but I think it was a very small independent film. Okay. Uh, and I only saw about it through like I think small festivals. Oh, I can't see, remember I exactly. Saw it on and shutter. then I saw that it was uh, for sale, so I bought the DVD. Nice. This was I think before it was even on shutter. Nice. Yeah, Maybe, I saw this I don't on know, shutter. I didn't have shutter at the time. Um. Yeah, I love the story. I thought the acting was good in this. The and you know, and it, and it just harkens back to that those things that made eighties movies special. Yes, that the dude. kids were the main characters. That yes, they were the ones going through this shit. With, with parents weren't paying love, attention. Dude. Yes, you know what I mean. Preoccupied. Um, and what an ending, man! An ending I didn't see when I saw it the first time. I remember being like, "Oh shit, it's not over." No, and it's still go. Oh shit. And then uh, the friend dude, I was like, God damn! Again, mm-hmm. so much happens in this. I wasn't expecting to dude, happen. And then the ending of just, I could kill you, but I'm not going to because I want yeah. you to suffer the rest of your life waiting for me until that day I finally do show up. And then it's oh. so depressing because he's riding his bike right, and she's leaving. Yeah. And then he looks over, and the house is foreclosed because the mother, you know, yep. probably went crazy after her son was killed. Then the next one is is the two friends are tearing down the old clubhouse. They're not even looking at him as he's going by. Yep. Like it was like, damn, the fuck. This is a movie that I, if it was done good, would like to see a sequel. Years down the road, I saw that when because I wanted to know if there was going to be a sequel. The way they left it, and the the writers and the, or the producers said that they would definitely make it if it was done right. But they're not looking for it because they don't want to cheapen the end of this film and how impactful it is. True. You That's a I mean? good, very good point. Because it is a crazy, like, you don't expect that kind of an ending no, at all. You really don't. That's because why I it's, like, it's, it's, like I said, it's those classic story notes that we've seen and we've had before, um, but with a fresh take on it. And then it's not your typical ending with those story notes. It's, it's right. different. It's, damn, you just raised the stakes, man. Yes. You just raised the stakes and made... There was no happy ending. It's a very unsettled ending. Yes. Yes, dude. It's I awesome. love when movies don't have happy endings because not everything is a fucking happy ending. Like Midsummer. Yes. <laughs> right? Well, what was a happy this, ending for what was, her? What was the other one that he did? Um, the Witch. Um, Arias, yeah, The Witch. Or the other one with... Uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Jesus yeah. Christ. That movie. That movie's insane, dude. Um Saturday, the 23rd, bro. What movie are we watching? Oh, boy. And I specifically asked and requested to put this on a Saturday uh, because I'm like, I'm going to get into my... I'm going to find the spooky mood, dude. Movie, You're going to be in dude. the mood. Hocus Pocus. Jump back. Twist the bones and bend the back. Here to decapitate Malachemistic. Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts. Witches! 
Yes? Thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh... We shall be back! <laughs> 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve, and they're back. Uh-oh. We are home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? <gasps> Talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. And running amok. Looking for the one thing they miss most. You stay for supper. I'm not hungry. But we are. Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again. You have no power to hear you. Before all Salem falls under their spell. Walt Disney Pictures presents Bette Midler. Hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Would thou dance with me? And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. <laughs> How can you go 31 days of Halloween without watching Hocus Pocus? So I told you that the last time I saw this was with my younger brothers. How long ago? Oh, man. Jesus. Probably. 20 years ago? Yeah. At, over. Yeah? Yeah, This movie came out in 93. I, was, I might not have even been a year old when this movie probably came out. Probably over 20 years ago. Probably over 20 years ago. Easily over 20 years ago. And uh, hadn't seen it since. Mm. I mean, I know it from pop culture. I've yeah. seen scenes. You know, I know... Um, I know certain parts. Because it's so, so hyped. Because it's a cult classic. It's, it's, now, it's considered a cult classic, and it's a Disney film mm-hmm. made for kids. Yes, made for families, really, not just kids. Families. It's a family film, so adults can watch it and enjoy it for what it's supposed to be. Um, I mean, a fucking virgin lit the black flame candle. And- you. <laughs> this is what I was expecting of Halloween Town being a Disney film as well. See, and so I can this understand this is that. why Halloween Town to me was like, ugh, because <laughs> this holds up to what I remember. Like it was fun, it was festive. I love it. I love the story. You know, I remember just I was like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember he was the cat. Like I remember. I was like, yeah. oh, I remember Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? But like, hey, you can bewitch me anytime. Yeah, no kidding, right? But man, dude, I remembered it. Like just watching it, I was like, "Oh yeah!" And even though I was older at the time, I still had appreciation for that. That yeah, it yeah, yeah. that it brought that nostalgia back for me of that age in my life. Still, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And just being like, "Man, I remember when this was on." And that's why I was, you know, I love that it had the atmosphere that this is a Halloween movie. It's yes. Halloween, you know. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. Good. Even, it still holds up, man. I'm glad. It I'm still glad. holds up. It does not. It because Written it's a family Harris. film. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, he did all. He's he's done all kinds of things, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he's on. Uh, no, not Gremlins. Uh, was it Critters? Oh, nice. This movie though, like it's it's still dark. Yeah, it's still dark as oh, hell for yeah, a Disney is, film, dude. man. 
Yeah, no, it is. I and I and I love it for that. I love it because it's got that darker aspect to it, but it doesn't shy away for that from that to that child audience, right. that kid audience. There's because, enough in it to make it family friendly. Yes, because as a kid growing up, these are the types of movies at that age that I wanted to see that were enough for me Spooky, at that time. Yeah. Yes. It was the access. This was your yes. doorway, your, what brought you to the, the the love of spooky and scary. Yes. Which, oh, yeah. You know, which, again, we talked about, it evolves into a love of horror, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it, dude. The characters were all great. You know, watching how they were acting, I was like, man, these are perfect. They play these witches oh, to a does. T. Like, yes. cartoon, everybody but so great almost cartoonish, but still scary like there's yeah. the when Ben Midler turns it on where she wants to be scary she's fucking scary dude so I think the only ones out of this film I've ever seen in anything else are the three witches mm-hmm. and then the only one outside of that is Danny the younger sister because she came and was in uh, Walking Dead Walking Dead yeah I saw yes. that I saw something about her being blacklisted from Hollywood for a while Really? Yeah, because her dad was her agent or something. Oh, you know what? And I think I recall he about threatened that. to like beat up somebody on set, and, a, and they were just like, you know, hey, people understand tempers, people understand being difficult to work with in Hollywood, but when you threaten violence, you're usually done. You, you yeah. it's hard to get jobs, it's hard to be working places. Yeah, that sounds and vaguely familiar. She ended up taking the brunt of that. So, um, but yeah, I did see that she had been on The Walking Dead because I was watching. I was like, where is everybody nowadays? So I looked yeah, it up yeah. to see where they were all, what they were all doing now. But yeah, dude. I enjoyed this. I like this, and this. I'm glad that I watched it again because this is something that I'm going to put on every year. Oh, I watch like, this. I have to every year. I got this on DVD. I will. Um, it's when I signed up for Disney Plus. Son. This is one of the first titles I put on my list. Hey, there you uh, go. This is one I bring out every year, and I watch multiple times during the holiday season. I'll probably watch another one or two times. Oh, I'll probably watch Halloween. it again. To be honest, I enjoy um, it a lot, and I love this movie. I've always loved this movie um, growing up as a kid watching this. And again, going back to Halloween Town versus this. This was a Disney produced movie that was released in theaters. Right, right. Halloween I mean, Town I have was to remember Disney, that. Right, yes. For the yes. Disney Channel. This movie did not do very well when it first came out. Right. Because they released it during the summer and not during the fall. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. So the movie tanked and just kind of was like, eh, whatever. But then it grew and it made this fucking cult. Following, because like I said, it came out in '93. I was born '92. I was just a year, I think. Yeah, old when this came it out. Because it hits, it hits just so many different things that are perfect for everybody. For, for yeah, everybody. for everybody. Yes, yeah. and it's a good family fun story. Yeah, with you know adult aspects for the adults, children's aspects for the yeah. children. Um, you have you know witches and things like that for the yes. little girls, and you have mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker for the boys. Yes. <laughs> Um, Dude, I was like fucking in love with her in that role. You know what? And I don't like find, watching it now. I was like, I don't yeah, find Sarah Jessica that, Parker very attractive, but in this film, I find her unbelievably attractive. <laughs> right? Anyway, dude. Um, <laughs> it must be the pale skin. I don't know the, the dead like. I don't know, 20. and I've always, I, I've always wondered why, but I don't know. No, I get you, um, I get you. But no, dude, this is when I bring out, like I said, every year, I love this movie. I got the Funko Pops of them sitting around the fucking... Oh, that's cool. Cauldron, I got a Billy Butcherson fucking... Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, dude. You forget about that, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, We're going to move on to the last day for our week, and we're yes. talking Sunday the 24th, Oof. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors.
nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Freddy's just around the corner. This is one that I play all the time, not just during Halloween, but this is for sure one that comes on every Halloween. There's a few Nightmare on Elm Street films that I'll play during the Halloween season. Um, I always play the first one. I always play this one, Dream Warriors, and I always pl- uh, play um, A New Nightmare. I love Oh, yeah, that's a, a good new one. Nightmare. The, the super meta aspect. Yes, of it, yeah. I love you, that. You don't, you don't put two on all the time? Um, no, all the other ones are okay. Like two is okay. Four two is you probably know, my least favorite. Dream Master, Dream Child, those were like okay. You yeah. know, I wasn't. I wasn't like a, they're my favorites. You know, Freddy Freddy's vs. Jason, Freddy's Dead. dead. Final Nightmare. Yeah, those like are okay. That uh, was that was about where they started to get a little. Freddy's Dead. Which one's that? Shocking. That one's the one where it's the, his daughter. The, the town, right? Was it yeah. the town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just like where where all the kids were dead. It was. It's so weird. All of a sudden, it was like this post-apocalyptic world that they yeah, were living dude. in. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but so this is this is one that I typically put on. But this one is my favorite of all the Freddy films. It's for for like top five yeah. or to however it would be. It would always be Dream Warriors, then the first one, and then see. Mine's mine's the other way around. The first one's always always yeah. my top, and then this one. Like I love the first and this one. Is, I and do. This is generally in, in the horror community, this is one that's generally considered the best out of the entire series, right? Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. I just I love it for that. Like I love like we I enjoy the first one because let's look. We got Johnny Depp in his first role, mm. right? We have the whole idea introduced to us. We get introduced to our our main characters. Like, we get all of this. This is the first time we see Freddy. Awesome. But in this one, we've already seen him twice in films. And there was this new concept that's added that what if we could control um, ourselves in the dreams Mm -hmm. and fight him that way? And number one, when I was young, you know, being a kid that lived in a fantasy world all the time, constantly in my head, constantly just writing stories I used to I used to write fan fiction before it was fan fiction. I'd write Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street stories about me and my friends. Um, I love this. It was like this was what made me want to write those stories about me and my friends because it was this group of kids that <laughs> really became a tight knit group of kids, right? And they fought Freddy together, and on a super like super kind of magical level where they were in their dreams, so they could be whoever they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah, dude. And some of the most, like, fucking iconic lines in Freddy's history are in this film, dude. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You know? Like, seriously, seriously. In my dreams, what what did she say? Um, I'm cool and And bad. bad, Or I'm beautiful and I'm bad. Yeah. (laughs) And she's got, like, that mohawk and shit. Dude, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, no, this is a good one. This is a different Freddy than we've seen Mm -hmm. thus far in the series. Mm -hmm. Um. I can understand if somebody, if people don't like these movies because it's not the Freddy we were first introduced to. This is a right. completely different one. Right. Um, however, it doesn't bother me. He's coming to his own. For some reason, own. it doesn't bother He's me. He's been yes. Hollywoodized. Like, like Freddy now is, by, by this time, by Dream Warriors level, Freddy's he is scary, a but campaign. behind, you pull the camera, you pull the curtain back, and they got him bent over, and they're slipping it to him. You they, know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like, yes. he's on everything. He's on lunchboxes that kids are bringing to school, yes, dude. dude. What? Yeah. A child rapist killer who was burned by the parents of the children he raped and comes back and kills their kids in their that's what we have on your lunchbox bro that's what you have of the plushy doll to sleep with at night dude and it didn't scare people hey man you know it was a marketing thing and that's that's the thing by now and then even further they're still scary yes 
but they're fun. Yeah. So it kind of opens it up to a new audiences, new markets, new age groups. Because mm-hmm. now you can start hitting the younger teenagers. Whereas with the original, that's definitely marketed towards older teens yeah. and adults. Yeah, for young sure. Adults. For sure. This one, you can start hitting the younger teens, you know? Exactly. Yeah, dude, I love this one, man. I absolutely love this film. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't wait until we dive into it deeper when when we yeah we're we gonna do we're gonna, yeah this is I think this is on the list for the eighties here yeah it is definitely for sure so um, I can't wait it's gonna be fun dude one of my favorites one of my favorites we're still gonna get number one that's not till eighty four yeah so we got well what another seven days to go yes our next episode which will be released in November we will um, be finally finishing it up we will got be, a lot of good stuff it, looking yeah. ahead right what is the one film you're looking forward to oh there's actually two of them what are they uh hubie halloween yeah me too dude i love that movie so much return of the living dead oh okay yeah i like that too i like that movie a lot i'm looking forward to though it's got to be well halloween three season the witch is one of my favorites so i'm looking forward to watching it again but i'm also can't wait to hear what you think of hatchet when we watch it yes i've never seen that all these other ones i've seen it's gonna be quite a conversation when we get to hatchet god i cannot wait to see tom making this yeah yes get it anyway all right so there you go that was our 31 days of horror this week um we'll be back next week to finish it off until then jim you want to tell them where to find us on social media? Uh, well, you guys know. Uh, but for the newbies, uh, the noobs, um, you can find us on Twitter at OOTS Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Slasher app for all you horror aficionados. And Out of the Shadows podcast. Come, rate, like, interact, leave comments, let us know what you like, what you don't like. And again, as I always say, don't be a dick. Love everybody and be a good person. There you go. We'll see you guys next week, and until then, keep your eye on the shadows.